Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Questions You Never Thought You Could Ask in Church. Uh, I'm Andrew Metcalf. I am not Pastor Dave Gadini. Uh, he is not here with us today. Be thankful for that. <laughs> I know I'm in his chair. Oh, but man. I am not a pastor. Um, so we're, we're changing up the, the flow of the show a little bit today since Dave isn't here to answer questions. Yeah, where is Dave, I wonder? Well, let me tell you where Dave is. <laughs> that Dave, is a question that Dave you can is, ask. Dave is, I think, I don't know. He recently had a birthday. Is he 48, 49? 49. 49. Yeah. Yeah. What a crusty guy. Uh, the crusty pastor. Easy. Easy. Yeah, well, he's not here. I can do whatever I want. No. If so, he's crusty. Is he, is he listening? And, well, I hope that I he is. He doesn't have Facebook, really. He does. He but. does, but he's a, he's, he's he's a the fan stalking page. troller is what he he's is. He's out there on Apple Music listening. That's right. That's right. So Dave uh, told us, or he told me yesterday. Well, no, he told the whole staff yesterday that he, was, that he injured his back. And now he's on a bunch of pain medication and muscle relaxers. So I would imagine that he is feeling pretty good. That's, That's when we true. should mic him up. Yeah. Yeah. That's There's no telling what That's he's what talking about. We'll in get his the house truth right now. now. That's when he has yes. the real questions. <laughs> yeah. So I think what I'm going to get for Dave for his next birthday, since he'll be 50, is probably a membership to like Jazzercise. Oh, it'll be our <laughs> Yes. Because, you know, he can't. He told me he was he started lifting weights and Cheerio then he went home man. and started cutting some tree branches down, you know, and then he goes out for a walk on the path and then his back, you know, seizes up on him. Maybe so some water aerobics. See, yeah, the water calisthenics yeah. for sure. Chair, chair yoga. Definitely. Chair yoga. Chair yoga. Chair so yoga. you just sit there and <laughs> Yeah, you know, I have some like Weird. I say, I've thrown out my back like turning around to yeah. back up my car before. Did so. you guys ever go to Jazzercise? Uh, not Jazzercise. No, no. I've never no. been to Bo back in the day. I've been to Jazzercise. I can honestly say no way. And I never want to go back there again. We had swing dancing in college. I did that. Okay. Yeah. That's close. This was my mom's Jazzercise. So this was probably back in the 80s. Mm -hmm. You well, know, you in the early 2000s, this I did was mortgages. Jane did you have legs low low they had I was just a little scared because I saw a bunch era? of ladies that were wearing tight clothes that, Shit. well, they, maybe that's what, I mean, they were trying, right? They're trying. Got to give them credit for that. I don't know where they're <laughs> stuck with the. <laughs> oh, oh, so this man. is what happens. That's right. So anyway, so when we found out that Dave wasn't going to be here today, Andrew was like, "So what do we do? What do we do? We want to cancel?" And we felt like we've canceled too many shows so far. Yeah. And uh, Kent's back in the studio with us, producing, and you know your input is always welcome. We've got Randy with Spark Plug Ministries. Yes. You know you need a slogan. What's your slogan? Well, Jesus and Water is the wells. Jesus. The wells in Pakistan. Jesusandwater.com. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's over there digging wells and raising. Nope, not raising that. Because that rhymes with well. Get it? Raising hell. Hey. Uh, that's not what they do. As the biker club, you know, like that's what you think about biker clubs. Hellraisers. Yeah. yeah. But they're not. Yeah, that'd be, uh, let's see, for Sparkplug Ministries. Yeah, it'd be more like, hmm. Redemption on two wheels. How about that? Ooh, I like, I like rolling, that. Rolling redemption. Yeah. yeah. So are you going to get t-shirts made? Sure. I got a good guy. Okay. You got or, a guy? Yeah. I got a guy. <laughs> got a guy for that. <laughs> got a guy. So did anybody watch the Super Bowl? Yes, sir. I did not. You didn't, did you? I streamed a little bit of it on my phone. So what we have to talk about today has a little bit to do with the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. And so there was a lot of good ads. What was your favorite one? Uh, 
you know, the flag football one was good. The girl. Uh, yeah. With, I mean, it was just cool because she was pretty nimble. And, yeah. and that was cool. And then it was cool when she went into the kitchen with her mom. Yeah. And, like she's going in for the hug and her mom tries to steal the flag. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty that, good. Yeah. That was, that was probably my favorite one. Uh-huh. There wasn't too many hilarious ones. This there year. wasn't. I did like the, uh, the one with Johnny Cash, the old ragged flag. Did you see that? Oh, I miss it. Oh, man. I missed that one. Incredible. I wish I would have seen it. Yeah. yeah. So go go look it up. It's really good. There's a choir there, but man, it's if you want it. the Jeep electric slide. Did you see that one? The Jeep electric slide. Yeah, no, that was interesting. Kids like that one. Yeah. Did they? I know a few years ago, Jeep bunch did of one animals. with Bill Murray that they shot here. Yeah. Hey, Saleville Lobos coming in from Texas is flag football champion. Yeah, whoa, that was it. You flag got football it. champion. Yeah, that was the. He says that one took it home for him. Yeah. Okay, nice. good. Um, so yeah, Bill Murray, Bill Murray did do a, like a revamp, right? Cause that yeah. was, I think that was with Jeep from the original, from Jeep. Yeah. 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 So if you don't know that, uh, Andrew and I, well, and you too, right? You're in Woodstock. Where I'm in I? Crystal Lake, oh, like Crystal North Lake. Crystal Lake. Okay. Well, never mind then. The sale says the Sun West <laughs> commercial was good too. Sun West. Yeah, it was good. Um, anyway, so we are getting on to the next topic, which is what, I don't know. I found interesting. I've known about this for a little bit, um, but it's the He Gets Us campaign. Mm, and that was on there several times. That was pretty cool, yeah. you know, but there's been a lot of, um, I don't know, a lot of talk about whether or not it's a good thing, a bad thing. Uh, it's kind know. of polarizing, isn't it? It is. Sure. It is. But if there's, if it's, you know, it's a whole marketing campaign that they're going to be rolling out, I think, over the next couple of years. And they've got, they, they're well-funded. Andrew, do you know how much they have? I think they said like $100 million. All right. So for our listeners and for people who didn't catch the Super Bowl, yeah. what are you talking about? So go to hegetsus.com. Hegetsus.com. Hegetsus and basically the premise here is, is that uh, they're trying to uh, bring back Jesus. So Jesus uh, hired a marketing department then. Yeah, right. All right, fair enough. Well, I mean, I've heard people describe it as rebranding. Rebranding Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. yeah, so the us part is definitely highlighted. Right. Yep. So yep. Right. Yep. He gets us. He gets us. Us without Jesus. Right. You yep. can't have Jesus without us. Right. I don't know. And basically, they, Whichever they kinda, way that goes. They kind of do like these uh, 30 second commercials, and you can see a lot of these on the website. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and it, they're kind of basically saying that Jesus gets us like, you know, he understands the pain that we're going through. He understands the situations that we're going through. He's, he's, he's been through a lot of this stuff himself. Nothing new under the sun. Nothing new under the sun. What do you mean by that? Yeah. yeah. Just a little, I'm there just trying is. to bring the it S in, you know, the S O N. The S O N. Nothing yeah. new under the S O N. Sun. See what smart plugs doing? Yeah. Uh -huh. I'm picking up what you're laying down, brother. <laughs> we're getting it. Let me, let me share that out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> share that so what's interesting about this is that you have people of all walks of life christian non-christian pastors non-pastors pastors that agree with it pastors that don't agree with it christians that agree with it christians that don't agree with it uh secular people who don't even know jesus that agree with it or maybe not agree with it and so i guess to me it's a little bit interesting as as far as their campaign goes because here we are talking about it and you know things aren't legit unless we're talking about it on the show. Oh, amen. So, so here's a, a little blurb from their website on yeah. their About Us page. Uh, he Gets Us is a movement to reintroduce people to the Jesus of the Bible and his confounding love and forgiveness. We believe his words, example, and life have relevance in our lives today and offer hope for a better future. 
Which amen to that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't disagree with any of that. <laughs> um, one of one of the interesting things, when we talked about this yesterday, I started going on Twitter and Facebook and just kind of seeing seeing what people are saying. What the reaction it. was. Yeah. yeah. And this, I don't even know who this person is, random person on Twitter talking about it. He says the he gets us campaign. It's too far left and too far right. <laughs> um, which gets us back to what I've always said on here about how believers engage culture and society. And then he says the tribalism sucks. Mm-hmm. And he screenshots two examples. Um, and I don't even know who said this. They said, he gets us as so transparently a psyop in that it deceit- deceitfully twists scripture in an attempt to conform it to liberal humanism. The fact that neither Christ nor his apostles nor the early church fathers used much of this modern terminology means that we shouldn't either. So that would oh, be wow. saying it's too far left. Yeah. And person saying it's too far right is reminder the Jesus C he gets us campaign is a truly toxic far right effort, anti LGBTQ, anti abortion, etc. Ignore the gauzy social justice dressing. Mm. So anti- it's very interesting that something, one thing can be perceived as so far opposite yeah. at the same time. That is super interesting. You're like, how, yeah. how does that work? So, so Sal says, so it's spot on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so, what, I mean, what's your take on it? I, I hadn't heard about it. I didn't watch the Super Bowl until Steve mentioned it yesterday. And as we were talking on the phone, he was kind of explaining what it was. I was like, that sounds great to me. I don't know how that's okay. controversial. Uh, Sparkplug, what's your take on it? Well, the uh, I saw it before the Super Bowl because the ads. I think I told you this in text yesterday that like the ads just keep showing up on my Facebook. Yeah, like mm-hmm. every other person. Then yeah. there's a, one of these ads. Maybe God's trying to tell you. Um. Yeah. Right. Get off that he, I'm, 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 I'm glad <laughs> that he gets you, us. That he gets you. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Um. There's there's some of them that I think are very moving, and I get the message behind it. Mm-hmm. I just think that we need to stick with what Scripture says, mm-hmm. and so like. The one, the be childlike one. Yeah. And Jesus didn't tell us to act like adults. Well, no, he actually did. You know, there, there's plenty of scriptures that tell us what a mature walk in, in Christ looks like. Yeah. And I think what they were aiming for was to have a Christ-like faith. Or a childlike but mis- faith. Or a, a childlike faith, my bad. And I think leaving that out is very, like, murky. Okay. Steve, what's your take? Yeah, so... My good friend Terry Kino and his lovely wife, that uh, Kayla, um, they came to visit us. I, don't know, I think it was last winter, and I think we were watching one of the Bears games, and that came on. And so we went to the to the site, and lo and behold, like they give away. Like if you want to go there, go to the site. They'll give away, give you a free T-shirt. They'll give you a hat. They'll give you a, a yeah. water bottle, which I've got all three because they're kind of cool. Um, I would say that I, I'm. I, I'm not really on the fence. I think it's a good thing. Um, I do think that there's it's a challenge for them because think about us as Christians and within the church. You know, <laughs> it's very hard to to grasp the vastness of Scripture for one because there's so much in there. To understand God in in everything that He is, the Trinity. There's a lot of explanation that goes into this, right? Yeah. And so it's going to be the challenge is you don't, you're not going to get that whole thing across in 30 seconds, right? But what I love about the organization, whether or not, I don't know what their intent is. I mean, I, I, I read it, 
I don't know if they have an agenda or not. And if their agenda is Jesus and the Trinity and the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, that's awesome. They have a page on their site saying he gets us, has an, has an agenda. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There you go. So <laughs> they do have an agenda. I guess my thought is, is, you know, there's been a lot of talk, you know, we all hear this and especially in the church world where, well, these, these seeker friendly churches, they water everything down. You know, they, they just try and get people in the doors and it's like, okay, well, I don't have a problem with that. Typically what happens within a seeker friendly church is they're going to go. They may or may not like it. If they do, they'll probably stick around for a while and then they'll be like, you know what? I, I need more. And if they that church doesn't offer something a little bit deeper within small groups or something, well, then what are they going to do? They're going to seek and they're going to go look for another church and look for another pastor or something that has a little bit more depth to it. And so that's kind of the way that I'm seeing he gets us is it's an entry point. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is, is that like for us here, like we all kind of grew up, or at least I did. I don't know about you, Randy. I know Ken did because his, your father was a pastor, right? Yes. Yeah. But we all grew up knowing at least who Jesus was and what the idea of Jesus was, right? Definitely. We have a whole generation right now and a whole culture that has no clue who Jesus is. Yep. They may know the name, but other than that, they don't know anything else about him. So to me, seeing this type of stuff is like, well, it's a restart almost. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, and I like the idea of reintroducing Jesus because I think a lot of that generation or people in general of any generation that have never heard the message of the gospel other than the poor examples they've seen in media Hmm. because generally that is what the media elevates is because for the most part, the media is, I would say, fairly not anti-Christian or anti-God, but anti the organization of the right, church. Right. Um, so what you see is the examples of like priests molesting children. And obviously you should see that or examples of, Oh, this pastor embezzled these funds from this church or this pastor lied to people. Or, mm. And it's like, you get all of those terrible stories, but then you never get any of the stories of what 98% of churches are doing on a weekly basis, right, right. which is, preaching for people to love other people and do what God said. Right. So I think this is an attempt to go, how can we bypass some of those biases that people have in their mind and go, okay, but here's what Jesus said, like ignore the churches and church people that you think are hypocrites and all these other things. Even if you don't believe in the Bible at all, can we at least go, Hey, this is what Jesus said. And can we agree that that's good mm-hmm. yeah. and use that as a starting point? So Steve Fromms and uh, says, "Hey, and uh, Aaron, let's r- roll back up." To Aaron says, "Aaron Fromms says uh, the ads spark conversations." Totally, yep. yeah, absolutely. Steve says, uh, "Coming from being a seeker to believer, our church covers that." That and those commercials give you Jesus minus much of the churchy rhetoric that goes mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. And Salvador Villalobos says, that is exactly my experience, how I was reintroduced to Jesus through a friendly church with excellent coffee. Yep, coffee is everything. <laughs> All right, so my take, and I'll be this guy, Steve uh, and Sal, uh, you're not surprised by this. Uh, I see that and I go, Hmm, wonder what dirt bags are behind this, how much money they're going to make, and what is their true meaning. And in time, when it comes out that they're, I don't know, 
and they're not. I'm just, I haven't dug deep enough to find out if they're, you know, tra- transporting children places or uh, drug running or doing something not Christian. Then we all go, hmm, great job, Jesus. Right? Mm. So it's a foundation. It doesn't really say on their uh, website. On their website, it does say uh, He Gets Us is an initiative of Servant Foundation, a designated 501c3 organization with a 100 100 charity navigator rating. Wonderful. Who's behind it? Right? So I, I'll go back to I will go back to the Black Lives Matters movement. Mm. And let's talk about, hey, that's a great movement. Well, it became a Kleenex, right? Kleenex is a name brand. Uh, the specific charity, not so above water, right? So as it starts coming out, now we go, well, wait a minute, right? The movement, absolutely great for Black Lives Matters. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. so Jesus. That's kind of the idea of, I think, what people are getting at with churches of churches, maybe not so much, but the message they're promoting, good. Like, is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying he gets us. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you find a church that you love and and hang in there and do it, but but we're all human. Yeah. We're all we're all built in sin, and there's going to come a time where it goes, oh, you embezzled that money. Jesus is bad now. Why would you? Why? Well, and that's right? to your point. That's where I think the rhetoric is so important. Like well, the words that they use are powerful, and they should be scripture, not half scripture, because that's what gets us in trouble. And like choosing to focus on the word hate in the one commercial. Mm-hmm. If you're going to talk about Jesus, you should really focus on love, love. In my opinion, right. So let me let me challenge that. <clears throat> so if that were the case, then when you're talking to to a friend of yours who is a non-believer. Are you only speaking in scripture? Ooh. I'm referencing scripture, yeah. But are you only speaking it because referencing is one thing, but they don't know scripture from anything, right? right? So they don't know if you're saying, I mean, they, they're not even picking up on whether or not you're referencing scripture. Well, no, I'm telling them because I'm trying to disciple them at that moment to say, Steve, I know what you're saying, now, but what does the Bible say about that? And sure. Let's look at it. And I completely understand that. And I would agree because the, that's your friend, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a relationship there already. Yep. You're not going up to a complete stranger. And that's what this is. So <clears throat> my point but is. But you could say he wept. Fine. Like, but what what does, what what is that? Well, and maybe they have one that comes out and says, Jesus wept. He gets us. Jesus wept too. Have you wept? Whatever the whatever the commercial is going to be about, that would be using scripture. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think anybody that either one has a clue about what Christianity is, what Jesus did, anything other than maybe the name Jesus. I don't know that they're going to get that they're going to pick up on that. So my point is, is that again, this is a to me, this is an entry level. Now he gets us. Okay, well, does that go far enough? Not at all. You know, because obviously in order to be saved, well, then obviously we have to, we have to go a little bit deeper and say, well, so what, what happens now? You know, so Mm -hmm. now I know that Jesus was this person and now maybe I'm going to go maybe dig a little bit deeper into this and maybe I'll step foot in a church. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to, some people may, some people may not, but at least in our culture or society, it does give us an opportunity as Christians, if we're living it and speaking it to at least now have a conversation that starts on this level versus this level, because now these people actually know 
well, I know who Jesus is. I just don't know much about him and what he did. So there's a knock on your door. You open the door. There's a couple guys standing there with a white shirt and black tie. He says, hi, I'd like to talk to you about uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What do you do? You close the door. Uh, so this is force feeding that conversation into your living room. Which I love bringing them in. <laughs> As it yeah. the opposite That's what I'm saying. Let's right. go through it. I, uh, that, uh, I love I do too. this. <laughs> I always will have conversations, right? But but now, now while I'm trying to enjoy watching millionaires run around and hit each other at the speed of cars uh, and waste a good five, six hours of my Sunday, I'm like, well, I didn't want Jesus to come in here. I've been drinking. I'm cussing. I'm throwing things at the TV. Uh, I, this is not the place that I... I want to talk about Jesus right now. It's a Super Bowl. Jesus has his place. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Chris says, I like them, but I wonder about the amount of money spent on, on the spots. Three million each. Is that the best place for money to go? Yeah, that's one of the big, one of the bigger arguments I've seen from both Christians and non-Christians of there was so much money spent on this. Shouldn't the church be feeding the poor? Yeah, actually, they should be building a big mansion just outside of Houston. Never mind. <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> with no, a golden, that would, that would with a golden globe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I think there's there's absolutely a, a validity. Yep, a validity to that um, to that conversation. But one way I like to think about it is all of this money was donated for this purpose. Mm -hmm. So this money wasn't donated to a church. And then that church said, you know, instead of it going to the missions that we said it was going to go to, we're going to put it towards this. Yeah. All of that money was given specifically for this social communication yep. campaign. Yep. So and that money there, I would say there's no way that money was like taken away from poor people because it was given for this purpose. Mm -hmm. so and that's could a you, little bit of a qualifier. And could you say that the, that, hopefully the thought process on this now god will do what he's going to do right mm -hmm. so we just have to act on that i mean and he'll use us how he wants to use us. his will will be done not ours so it with that same logic you could say that just about pretty much any church if you look at the scale as far as like what is what is he gets us what is their dollar amount that they actually have in-house that has been donated and let's take fof for example Okay, well, what are we bringing? What's our what's our yearly annual budget? Okay, how much are we putting towards missions and outreach? Well, ten percent. So if that's maybe maybe that's what they did right here. Maybe this was the, but I doubt it. And they're going to spend probably more money than their ten percent because that's the whole goal of this organization, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just a specific ten percent goes here and then what do we do with the rest of the money? And I think it's somewhat interesting because that obviously got me thinking Ooh. a lot but i was like every other company that had a commercial during the super bowl spending 10 million dollars or whatever we don't go hey they shouldn't have spent money on that commercial they should have fed the poor yeah. with it but I, I, yet we do do that with a message about yeah. jesus it's that, interesting I, and I, like, I do that myself too I, i'm like I don't care if they wasted money on that. It was funny. <laughs> I like the way Sal is going here. It reached over 200 uh, million uh, viewers, right? Uh, and conversations are now happening on a much larger scale. And, and what does it cost to save a soul? So interesting yeah. fact is we don't know how God works, operates. And $3 million per commercial to save that one person? 
job done. Stuck the landing. So let's go back to your right. initial thought process yeah. on this. When you're with your reference to BLM, yeah, God can do great things out of very bad situations. Absolutely. Right? Okay. So with that in mind, regardless of what he gets us actual intent is and whether they're a legit, like, yep, we're all for the gospel in Christ, right? No hidden agendas, whatever. He can still use that as good. And maybe this is just maybe what the actual, the, at least the North American church needs is, Hey, you know what? We're, we're helping you with your yeah. front door. You guys got to do the rest, you know, mm -hmm. just a thought. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think right. with some of these things and just doing research on it, the things that seem to be getting the most traction are Christians hating on this message. Mm -hmm. So, of course. Yeah, so, it's well, like, look, I mean, is look, this accomplishing anything? Because in this trying to bring out the good parts of Jesus or Christianity or whatever, it seems to have elevated, I'm not going to say the worst parts, but fairly negative parts of people going, well, this isn't what Jesus said. Yeah. And all these people yeah. are horrible. Yeah. So you're like, okay, so you're elevating that message that you're trying to counteract almost even more Yeah, in some ways. Yeah. So, which is why kind of one of the reasons like this kind of this, when we were talking about, Hey, maybe let's discuss this whole campaign. So of course I'm on, I'm on Facebook and I'm looking through some things. I have a friend in the area that actually recently moved and uh, this person put out there that, there's this article that I can reference and that we'll probably reference throughout the show. Um, but it's seven problems with the, he gets us campaign. <laughs> Good and, number seven. You're right. right. Let's biblical. make it biblical and perfect. <laughs> um, because then it, you know, we, we've got, it's a complete we've got article God, God on our side yeah, now hallelujah. on this. <laughs> and so it was funny because in the comment section, someone was like kind of referring to like, yeah, but you know, what about this? And what about this? And, and instead of defending, his thoughts on this article, he just, oh, we'll read the article. And it's like, come on, that's a cop out. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to put it out there, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, well, then go ahead and defend it. And which is why I never really put anything controversial out on Facebook, mm. because I always weigh it by this. Do I have time and the energy to sit here and have this debate or conversation on Facebook? Mm, yeah. pretty much and you're not a fast it. typer, Steve. So I'm a horrible typer and I hate typing. <laughs> I would rather do this and just talk versus like it's called keyboarding. No. Keyboard. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is now? Okay. <laughs> I did yeah. take that. That's right. All right. So the, the true question is easy for me as a strong Christian fellow to sit in my easy chair and point holes at this Swiss cheese. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask Randy over here, spark plug. You're out there in the grind. You get dirty. Your your mm -hmm. MC gets dirty. Yeah. Right? What For people who are out there kissing lepers, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, dealing dealing with, with people that are marginalized all the time, that actually bring Christ to their life. What, what's, the, what's the take? You know what I mean? It, 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 is this? Well, I guess. So I've got. Are you talking bikers or are yeah. you talking yeah. people in slums in Pakistan? Bikers. Bikers. That's that's a real big like misconception. They're probably the sharpest critics of these commercials. Okay. Uh, because they have their own. They have their own like. They're still. They've been churched. Sure. The vast majority are like Roman Catholic, and. 
you know, I've talked to guys that got locked up and on the inside, they got theology degrees. And so they've got their own understanding of what, what the actual Bible says, what it means, what it looks like to walk that out, um, how I should live, how you should live, how you should live, and uh, what lane you should be in, right. whereas what lane they're choosing to be in, you know? And so, um, like, if I'm being a little critical of it, it's probably because I'm around guys that would be even more critical of it. Sure. You know, they would be like, you don't need to be talking about hate. Why is there black and white pictures of chicks beating each other up? You know, they would get into that aspect mm. of it, of like, yeah, oh, you think that's hate? That's piece. not really yeah. hate, you know. Which is interesting because, like, prison ministry. Mm-hmm. You go into these places, and just like you said, there's some very intelligent people. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like you go in there and it's just like the scum of the earth, and they're just a bunch of idiots, right? right? I mean, they're they have a mind, and it's a criminal mind sometimes, which is. Imagine you had all the time in the world and you think. could do with whatever you right. want because that's what they've that's got, what three they've hots got. and a cot and nothing but time. But what's really interesting is, is that it's like they've got all the time in the world, most of it, from my, this is my experience, mm-hmm. to figure out ways to point the finger. Yeah. But yet they don't, They instead of pointing it outward, they don't ever look inward. Yeah. And so, yeah, they're mm-hmm. very smart and they're intellectual and they have, like you said, some of them have theology degrees and whatnot. And but it's like, what about you? And I think that's a good lesson for all of us. Right. Like, Well, I think that could be something that's missing in this too. Sure. Oh, Jesus, just like all of us. And you're, you're not, it doesn't acknowledge that there's any issues. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know where the change part is. Well, and that's where, like, as Andrew and I were kind of discussing this a little bit yesterday, and then we were like, well, we better not, like... That's the whole <laughs> show. Discuss the whole show here, otherwise we're like, you know how it is when you when you go through <laughs> yeah. a thought process, and then it's like, nothing ever comes up naturally now. Yeah. yeah and right. so, but as we're discussing this, it was like, where was my, where was my thought going right there, Andrew? Mm, I hate that. I his memory is as long as his hair, folks. It is. That's, oh, <laughs> hey, dang it! I had such a good idea right there. I'm sure, you did. What, I'm trying to remember what we talked. Bring about. me back. We didn't really settle on anything. You, you, you were you were coming out of prison, and you and Andrew were talking yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the recap, yeah. kid. So that's yeah. what Ken's got out of this whole show so <laughs> yeah. far. Yeah. Nice job. About prison, and I know one of the things we that. Oh, hey, I, I got it. I okay, got it. There it okay, is. He's, so, back, he's back. Because it is a marketing campaign, right? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Uh, they're typically, they don't roll everything out at one Correct. shot, right? So we don't know what's coming next. You know, we don't know. This may just be the beginning of this. And who knows? Maybe yeah. the next time they're going to go the next step further and the next step further. As a good marketing campaign would or should, that's probably the way they would do it. So, he gets us campaign. If you want to contact us, we can help you out, help you roll this so, out. So when, when Jesus actually, you know, was on, on this blueberry walking in the dirt, right. Um, the, the good faithful people of, of the Jewish tradition at that time in his area felt the same way, mm-hmm. right. Very critical of his ministry. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it, it, we, we are, of Christians are Sunday school Christians where, hey, you know, when he comes back, it's going to be on a white winged horse flying out of the clouds, right? Maybe he's going to be a unicorn. Unicorn, yeah. Um, Right. So we think it's going to be, ah, right? Maybe 
maybe he's here. And 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 I've had debates with you know my brother's a uh, my brother's a, a bishop, you know, in the Lutheran Church. My dad and I've sat and talked. I said, well, we all we all are going to go. That guy's crazy. Mm. Uh, that's blasphemy. This because this is how Sunday school said this is going to happen. Mm. So here we go, and and people are like picking this apart instead of going. Oh wait a minute. You yeah. know, is it? Yeah. It, what what's true? What what truly is this? Is it trying to strip strip Jesus down to its simplest form? For how can you communicate this succinctly in one sentence to someone who has their own preconceptions? And it's like that's so difficult. <laughs> yeah, I think again, going back to whether you believe that it's a good thing or not, what it has done is it's at least opened the door to love your neighbor and at least talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pulled, pulled, uh, pulled Christ out of the shadows in a time where he needed. I think a lot of people are searching for something. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. So, and a lot of people haven't been like us, you know, I think there is the Christian dome thing mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, back in the fifties, sixties, seventies, families were taking their kids to church. You go to Sunday school. We're going to be there on Sunday morning. And that doesn't happen anymore. That's just not the natural like this is what we do. Yeah. Right. And so again, we're in it. We're in an age right now where it's, this is, it's interesting, yeah. so, but it's cool because it's like, we actually get to live it. I mean, in a different way than what our, our folks did. Right. Or our parents, for those of you that don't use the term folks, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was tracking with you, <laughs> but it's like, we get to actually live it and go through the challenge of this versus just assuming that everybody just knows Jesus and understands what it right. means. Right. Right. So, uh, we're at the top of the hour. We're going to ask Kent to give us the, 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 uh, yeah, I feel like my introduction out. shout out was very, very limited. Hey, that's Dave okay. has it way, way more, uh, smoothly than I, I know. Have, but so. see if, if you've listened to the show long enough, here's what I do when Dave goes into the 10 minutes yeah, because it is 10 minutes <laughs> as I tune out at 30 seconds right. and then I let him go on. And then as soon as I like my, my, I blink and my, I'm not glazed over anymore. I'm like, Oh, what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. We're live. Hey, you're listening to questions. <laughs> you never thought you could ask a church right here. 21, six in it. Uh, it airs at, well, most every, and we're pretty, pretty regular on Wednesdays at 1230. Yeah. There are a couple things that happen that pop up once in a while, but Life. Uh, yep, twelve thirty p.m. Central uh, every Wednesday, and you can follow, find us on Facebook, on uh, YouTube, on Twitter. Uh, you can go out yeah. to Apple Music and just punch in two one six the net and listen live uh, on your Apple products. I guess. Um, and uh, on Sunday mornings, we rock and roll at about 9.55 is pregame, and you can absolutely uh, worship with the gang uh, from wherever you are in the world. Now, we went uh, to a different uh, to a different thing on Sunday, right? We went, um, what was it, live.fellowshipoffaith.org for the service? Andrew? Is that right? Live.fellowship. Yes. Live. Right? Fellow, sorry. No, that's okay. Researching. Yes, so, that's, that's okay. Right. I thought we were married for a while. The way you were listening to me is great. And so that's that's really cool too. You can go to the FOF 
uh, uh, plus page, which is awesome, and find all the old shows, all the old podcasts, all the uh, previously recorded stuff out there, um, and, and go live. It's just awesome. And uh, you can text all your questions to 815 314 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You'll never get a busy signal when you text that in. Um, so when you wake up uh, in the middle of the night, uh, you grab a glass of water, and you see the Jesus commercial, and it sparks a question. Text it in. We'll get right. to it. Yeah. So you guys have been conspiring over here. Yes. Yeah. yeah he, he was asking about the, the, the artificial intelligence love, uh, the AI love, uh, uh, which I haven't seen so that, but I had, I, I wanted had to write down all the about. like things that it said. So what's mm-hmm. funny about this is there, there was a new, new story on the AI, the chat, chat, yeah. GPT, yeah. and how that, uh, it has gone woke already. So, Mm, yeah interesting i'm just letting you know that yeah so this this <laughs> uh, i'll summarize this little article they have on on the the organization's website about the ai love thing and said basically they started playing around with uh ai generator called mid journey mm. which does image generation mm-hmm. and just putting in prompt that has love in it or other things like that and they said that all of the images that it came up with seemed like fake mm. just not real like it's this this fluffy heart or this like valentine's day thing or he's like it just all seemed fake was it this image that i see on facebook a lot 55 to 65 year old woman has posted blessed has a coffee mug scripture open doing devotions (laughs) white white i don't know for sure yeah okay Um, so that image wasn't in there i would imagine that would have been it that's right in there (laughs) the one that got me is have you ever seen the picture of like a little girl holding a uh, like with her hand on a boy in a diaper by a toilet. Mm, I didn't see that one. It's one of the images that they picked, and the backstory is that that little kid is on chemo. Oh. So I was just like, oh, yeah, just like crushing. That's love. That is love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So this is saying, in in kind of in reaction to that, that, okay, this AI is trained on millions of images found online, Mm. and it's determining that this is what love is, is this kind of fake superficial love thing. Mm. So what, their response was the kind is to a plan to help get the AI to define real love, the kind of love that's difficult, vulnerable, honest, all those types of things, which I think is interesting that AI isn't developing anything new. It's reflecting back what, yep. what it's, it's yeah. seen it, in our world. It's all information fed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's very interesting. Cause I've always wondered that like, yeah, what, what, information source database is this being fed because well, it's going to generate more well, of the same. We used to call okay, artificial so, intelligence BS. I'm just Well, there you I mean, go. That's what Google was. <laughs> because it, it searched a database for right. you. Artificial intelligence. It's artificial. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Hello. Well, and most things that are called artificial intelligence right now aren't actually. No. They're using that as a word to it's an algorithm. Yes. Like there's is. a different artificial intelligence, something that generates its own ideas. And can generate its own code and can expand itself. So, but all the things that we have right now are living within a set of parameters that we give. Yeah. So Andrew's it's not AI. It's Andrew's very technical. Yeah. Now, for all of us other idiots that aren't technical in that <laughs> description, think of artificial grass versus real grass. So artificial grass doesn't grow. Real grass does. There you go. I love that. I'll there use that. That's, That's, good. Good. That's good stuff. Um, one That's other stuff. thought I had here. Oh, a. Um, a, a criticism, I guess, that curious to get people's opinion on is this is this is peddling a false watered down version of Jesus mm-hmm. that everything is okay, everyone is right, mm-hmm. just love everyone and let's coexist in harmony. Yeah, and I see that 
I, I can see the the merits in people saying that and also see the other side of that too. So kind of what are, what are your thoughts on so that? So when, th- when, when someone who isn't a Christian or even a Christian, it wouldn't even matter. When you think of Christian, what one word comes to your mind? Jesus. No. You would hope so, but no. You're Probably wrong. hypocrite. You're wrong. There you go. Right. any of those. Yeah. Yes. So if that's the case... And if there's anything that maybe this campaign could do would be to maybe lessen the sting or the idea that all Christians or the idea of Christianity is hypocrisy, right? Because you're showing this right there. Maybe Christians in general, yeah, we're all hypocrites, of course, but Jesus was doing these things, you know? So if there's anybody that's not a hypocrite, it would be Jesus. So maybe there's. I that. think that's why that yeah. it's like a no-win proposition. You're not going to win, yeah. and 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 that's, and that's how it can be too right and too left <laughs> yeah, at the same right. time. You're like, wait, how, and people how in the church and everything else. Yeah. you know. It's and here's like, a cliche that you know I'll spew out there, but I love because it's actually a lot of truth to it. Is Jesus called us to love our neighbors? Jesus didn't call us to be his lawyer, right? We don't have to defend him. We don't have mm-hmm. to make a case for him. He's going to do what he's going to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless of your thoughts, your thoughts, your thoughts, my thoughts. I mean, I mean, mine may have a little bit more weight. Sure. But, you know, I mean, we all understand that. Yeah. So. That's uh, what I've been told. Yeah. yeah. Steve, uh, <laughs> Steve says I default to Matthew 22, 37 to 40 when it comes to Jesus. With the Great Commission? I don't know. But if Dave was here, he'd rattle it off. Yeah. I'll, I'll look it up. He's, I think it's the Great Commission. <laughs> he'd rattle it off. Um <laughs> The, the whole, the whole, I love the whole idea that, that people are now discussing it. Right. Um, and I love the whole idea that it makes a lot of people uncomfortable because it should, right. Mm-hmm. It's not a fairy tale. No. Jesus isn't a fairy tale. It happily ever after. Right. Oh, if I, Hey, if I just say I love him and take him into my heart, I, I'm good to go. Right. Um, so yeah. I've wa- I don't know if you've watched the Chosen that that series. Yeah, and 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 I and I and I love it because again, being a Sunday school Christian, every you know, hey, I'm Peter, I'm the Rock, you right. know, yeah. you're like, uh, but but now you see, wait a minute, I really didn't like you at all, mm-hmm. right? So there's a lot of humanness that 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 goes into this, and following Christ isn't simple. Being a true believer in Christ is difficult yeah it's it's not easy if it was easy everybody would be rolling around having communion and baptizing everybody right i mean that's that's the that's the joy of it so if it makes a christian uncomfortable good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because now you got to do a little digging now you got to do a little searching why am i uncomfortable right yeah and when that uncomfortableness comes I'll, i'll guide you to the book of james Mm-hmm. Go read James. Yeah, you don't yeah. need big don't James need or little James. Yeah, <laughs> James and the Giant Peach. Yeah, James. That's, James. that's, that's what we need, though, as Christians. So, is that yes. is that spur in the boot or yeah. whatever it takes? Yeah. Like, I don't know how many. I went to probably thirty different churches last year, and it was like you could tell the churches were, you know, okay. Now it starts when they leave church. Yeah, right. Go that's where it. the adventure yeah. starts. And then there's people where it's like, nope, these are my four walls. This is my pew. We all sit here. You're sitting in our seat. And it's like, oh, I, I didn't even see any my names. Bad. No one let me know. The, <laughs> the usher should let me know. Yeah. 
Yeah. You and know, how, and how easy is it to, as, as a Christian or as someone in the church, your face is based off of either yeah. broad platitudes or just things that you've heard in general that, Oh, well, Jesus said this, or this is what a Christian should do. But you never, if someone asks you like, Oh, where is that in the Bible? Where does it say that? Okay. You'd be like, I don't know. It's probably in there somewhere. Right. So it's like, have you investigated your faith and investigated mm -hmm. the things that you say you believe and you believe because they're in the Bible, but do you know that those things are actually in the Bible or are you just taking that as right. someone else's word for it? It was like, a bumper. Sticker. So this will help you actually look it up. Then yeah. I think that's, that's great. Sale sale says we multi-generational Christians of different denominations started a conversation during the Super Bowl. Uh, we all agreed that it was a good time for this message. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So and I with, did look up what, what Steve said. If that, yeah. What is that? Uh, Matthew so it, it's 22. It's not technically a great commission. It's the greatest commandment. So love the Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. On these so. two commands, hang all the laws of the prophet. Yeah. Right? Two exactly. things. So that's the verse. Two things real quick. Um, one is I, Sal, like where I don't know where Sal's at. He, he's down in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Mm. We need to have him here. Be great to meet him. Yeah, he's a great guy. So you're invited him to the show, years. Sal. Come on up. Next time you're in town. You got to speak okay. his language, though. You all come on down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you all come up. Yeah. Wait, what was the other thing you said? You had two points. Yeah, the other one was, you know, we're talking about love. And yeah. so for those of you that were there on Sunday and heard Dave say, well, you know, when you think about, you know, th there's a day that we all think about when it, re when, it's, when it comes to love. And he said Monday, Thursday. And I'm like... Well, the only time that I think about Monday Thursday is on, on Monday Thursday. <laughs> and everybody that I asked after the message on Sunday, because I'm like, maybe it's just me. <laughs> you know, like, does everybody else think about love on Monday Thursday? And then I asked and 100% said he thought he was referring to Valentine's Day. <laughs> so, I mean, it was a, an odd timing. Yeah, well, very, very much so. But uh, Valentine's Day was coming up. So, you know, maybe. Yeah. Kent, I liked what you that you brought up the chosen and. I was listening like I was married to you and don't really know what you said about it. But it reminded me of some other, like the, the chosen has been brought into this conversation sure. a little bit in that people are kind of saying the same thing about both of these, that mm. it's, it's either a watered down version or they're adding something additional to it. Mm -hmm. People saying that like this, I've seen like the chosen is heretical and horrible and it's preaching and leading people to hell because it's not telling the real story. But then the other side is, okay, but 500 million people have watched it mm -hmm. and they're learning about Jesus. Are there some licenses and fictional stories around it that could be true, could not be true? Absolutely, but they're not getting the core message wrong. Yeah. So is that a bad thing? I would say no, just kind of like this. Is it is it telling you the 100% whole truth in the entire history of the Bible? No, it's a one-minute ad, but it seems to be getting at the greater purpose of okay. Jesus. So, okay. so let me, are. let me add on to that real quick, because, and this is a question for you guys. Do you think you, you've, you've all heard the, the phrase like, well, the only Bible someone's going to read, maybe you, right? You've heard that before. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, you yeah. are, you are the gospel or the yeah. example. Or, yeah. So my question to you, do you, one, what, what do you think about that whole thought process? And then two, going back to what you just said, Andrew, for the people that have an issue with this, I would ask you, so what are you doing then as a Christian or an individual 
to go out and proclaim the gospel? Like, are you, so are you just out there? Like, what is, what is your strategy that you're using that for some reason you have such a problem with these two things? So what is your recommendation anyway? Because to me, there's a, there, I have an issue with people who always throw out the, the critique or the criticism, but again, have no answer or solution or, Hey, maybe try this. Yeah. What, what's the better way to reach 500 million people? Right. All right. I don't know that I have one. I don't have an answer either. So what's your conversation like? Uh, if it was a, a commercial set, three mil, $3 million, however much sent on Islam, on Muhammad. That comes across your TV screen. Now what? Yeah. Where are you at? Well, there's, right? I mean, now there's 140 some million proclaimed Christians live in America. There's 3.45, 4 million Muslim, right? But where do you go with that? Are we having this same conversation going, oh boy, oh, World War III come? I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying, what happens if it's, or, or Buddha? You know, what if it's, hey, it's about Zen and there's Phil Jackson and, you know. I think somebody well, will say that's what this was. <laughs> it's so, about Zen and love and peace. Uh -huh. Yeah, it could. Yeah. It could. Could be. I would also. Which I go, are any of those things bad? I, don't know. I would also like go back to that then, that, that comparison and mm -hmm. say, okay, so I would imagine that the name of Christ or Jesus would be probably more recognizable than Muhammad than Allah, which Allah is God, God, right? So it doesn't matter if you're using it in the Christian text or, or not. It's right. the same meaning. Now that we know that there's only one God, or at least that's what we believe. Right. And so, therefore, it's like, I don't know that... I think you would have kind of a, a similar situation where Christians would be upset, maybe, for those that like are upset about anything. Sure. And then you would have a whole group of people who would be like, what, what is this? I don't even know what this is. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Right. And I think that's probably where this campaign comes in too. You know, it's like, okay, so now what? Well, I don't know. Would it have struck a different chord with you guys if it was Buddha or Muhammad? Or, you know, you can't have Islam without I. Yeah. Well, it would be interesting to see what <laughs> what the know. message was attached to. That. Yeah, yeah. So no, they're saying Islam is very peaceful. Yeah. Same thing, very very peaceful. Islam's very. very now, why peaceful. do you say that? What do you mean? Why do you say Islam's very peaceful? It is. So why do you say that? Where Where are you getting that from? The, if If you read the, I've it, read the Quran. Yeah, and there had a lot very, of different. It's topics. a very It's a very peaceful. Okay, maybe that's another topic we discussed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because you would say that it's not. Is that I'm assuming? I'm reading between the lines. I mean, in short, no. Well, okay. we, I mean, yeah, we can certainly have a show about it because yeah, be a lot of wars were started cool. by Christians and fought in the name of Christ, right? So, I mean, sure, you know, and, and yes, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, we, and, and we can go there too. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be good. <laughs> yeah. I love this stuff. Yeah, I do too. That's what, that's yeah. what I enjoy. Yeah. When you ask that question, I could hear all the retorts in my head. Right, that Christians would give about that. Yeah, that saying that, oh well, they're not. That's not a a real religion. That's not the real truth. This is the real truth, and mm -hmm. underneath it, it's a message of hate, separation, and violence because it's not the real thing. 
which well, I can hear, I think a lot of people saying about this message they got portrayed yeah. too. So yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting. And not having watched it live, I, I, I don't really know yeah. how I would react to it other than being like, okay, well that was interesting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I, everything has, I think has an agenda underneath of it. And it's like, they say that this agenda is to get people to meet the real Jesus. But I could also in watching it, see that it was, it was a, it was a fairly progressive interpretation of Jesus's message within these videos as saying like, well, Jesus was a refuge. So, okay. Well, but what are you saying by that? Saying right. that the United States should have open borders and welcome all refuge all refugees. That's what it seems like they're pushing towards, which maybe they should, maybe they shouldn't. I don't know, but it's, it's interesting that, there, I think there were definitely some political undertones in some of their videos when they're claiming that there aren't. For sure. Did you watch all the videos on their website? I've only seen some of them. I haven't seen all of them. It's. Uh, I don't uh, know. I've I've probably seen five or six yeah. of them. I would imagine somewhere on there. Yeah, because yeah. like what he's talking about. There's one that's about an influencer that like changes time, which mm -hmm. is Jesus, right? Um, the refugee one. Yeah. There's a like a murderer who was innocent, but then, then he's like right there on the table. Yeah. So there, there's definitely messages that aren't what's being said. Right. Undertones. And it, definitely in their, in their, uh, on their website, on their website, the second paragraph says, and when you have to say this, right, you know, it's like, you know, your second ingredient is sugar. <laughs> you know, because it is not because it isn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Be assured, though, that we're not quote unquote left or quote unquote right or a political, you know. So that's saying, ah, you know, uh, I don't know if you need to, if you're not, if you're truly not, then why would you say it? Right. I think that just plays into the whole polarization, though. Sure. As soon as somebody reads that, they're just like, uh huh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Where's this money yeah. going? Blah, 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 yeah. blah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And some interesting things I've seen. So one of one of the one of the major donors, benefactors to this is the CEO of Hobby Lobby. Mm. So he's one who's I don't a large portion of the money came from him or his organization sure. or something like that. He's got a lot of it. Um so obviously he is a Christian person who seems to support general Christian beliefs and things. Um but I think both sides have their own opinions of him because mm -hmm. one side is saying that he's a horrible Nazi anti-gay fascist. And you're like, but then another side is going like, Oh no, he's just a Christian that wants to support Christian values. So you're like, again, it's that somehow he's too far left and too far right for either side. Yeah. And you're like, how is there ever going to be a, a middle ground and an understanding when everyone is either is polarized as one or the other. Well, or both so, at the same time. So I, often, I I think about that a lot these days because it, it does seem like the country, the world, the ideologies are very, very polarized, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I like to go down certain tracks and say, okay, how far can I go down this track before it blows up and the train just stops, you know? And so part of that thought process is like, okay, well, is this a time for us for some sort of reconciliation to lay down our weaponry and our, our sharp tongues and really like listen. Is it the great reset? 
<laughs> the great reset is there too. Right. Um, or is it, no, you need to be able to give an answer for what it is that you believe and stand firm in the faith and blah, 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 blah. You go on and on and on and on. Right. And so I'm, it's interesting because it's like, I'm a little torn on those two. Like I, I, I really want to, because love is, you know, everybody has this idea of love is like, well, I, you know, like, I don't agree with you. I love you. But what does that mean? Like, so is love accountable? Well, of course, love's accountable. Is love truth? Well, of course, love is truth. It's all these things. So for me to actually love someone, and I think I've mentioned this on the show before, Penn and Teller said this, and they're atheists. They don't even believe in God. But at the same time, they're like, how much as a Christian do you have to hate your neighbor in order to not tell them about the gospel of Jesus Christ, if that's what you believe in? Right. (laughs) And so, therefore, again, it's kind of like the words that we speak, you may not agree, and I'm not telling you to hurt you. I'm telling you, and hopefully it comes out in a way that it's like, I'm telling you this because I really care for you, and I, and I, mm-hmm. I am called to love you. And so I'm going to tell you these things. You may not agree, and we're, I'm still going to love you. But we're in an interesting time where it's like yeah. you, you're going to have to stand to your convictions as far as like what you believe and what you don't believe. Yeah. And well, from there. Yeah, and, and uh, I like what Jameson said. I've used all three of his names now because makes it seem like there's more people on the show. That's right, <laughs> right? Yeah. Is uh, and and what Sal is saying here is, you know, when you're talking to that person, instead of arguing about the commercial, you know, this is this is your opportunity to say, okay, let's let's crack open the scripture. Let's hear. Here's what it says. I'm glad you asked. You know, and here's right. here's here's a way that I approach it. Yeah. Um, here's the prayers that I, you know, so I, you know, I love that. And that's what kind of sale is saying too, is, you know, we need, we need to learn the difference and similarities between Islam, Judaism and Christianity, but being firm in our faith, uh, you know, and, and that's, that's, I think that's the best thing about this. If we're afraid as, as followers of Christ to say, hold on, let me rip open Matthew 22. Let me look at James. If you're struggling with this, here's an idea, right? I mean, that's, that's truly the, it's something to think about right right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know and then then people you, whether they do or don't you don't know right they may come back to you and go wait a minute i got a question about that yeah why does it say this yeah, yeah one of the other interesting conversations i've seen around this or spark out because of this is is the goal as christians to get people to believe in the bible or to believe in jesus mm-hmm. it's very interesting to think about how those two things are similar or those two things are different. And I've heard from both sides that as if you're doing evangelism, if you're, you know, talking to someone about apologetics in general, in our culture now, it's hard to start with the Bible because people can know the entire Bible and they go, okay, but this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. This contradicts itself, this thing. So I dismiss all of it. Mm. So that that's a conversation ender generally rather than a conversation starter mm-hmm. whereas if you're starting again kind of with with jesus and with that message that can be more of a conversation starter to get to those things that are maybe confusing and difficult to understand about the bible but if you're starting from the place of the bible it ends conversations for the most part and i was like oh i had never thought about that before so we've mentioned childlike faith on on the show today and i i I understand where it's like, yeah, we don't want to dumb things down or water things down. But at the same time, go back to your Sunday school days when you were a young kid and 
think about, did they start right in with revelation and like digging into that whole thing? No, they did mm -hmm. not. So why would we do the same thing with scripture in the same way to a non-believer that has no idea who Jesus is, but is will that is your friend, right? You probably wouldn't start there. You'd probably start with, Hey, there's a guy named Jesus and let me tell you about him mm -hmm. and what he's done for us. Yeah. Right, and on I'm a very simple. I don't run into a lot of people who are unfamiliar with Jesus. Mm -hmm. I run into a lot of people who were there and left and the church. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, lost faith, I mm -hmm. guess you would say, or decided to turn their back to the light. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's and maybe know, not, not even intentionally. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think generally the issue there isn't, for the most part, ever the teaching of Jesus or the teaching of the Bible. It's the horrible people. The way the church is run, the things. people yeah. that were in there, yeah, the right. woman who just scowled at me the whole time, oh, the guy I, that didn't give me a seat because that was his seat. You well, know, I, it's like these little things well, I, that make a big deal, di difference. In I, can, I don't know what the day is, but I can remember the day clear as, clear as day. When me and about four of my buddies are over at the house and my dad's work tw twisting a wrench on the car, the wrench slipped. My dad's like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and all my buddies froze like, <gasps> yeah, you go. That's the pastor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, you rip your knuckles. I mean, <laughs> let's see how you do. <laughs> That's it. You know? And of course, then my dad looks up and I'm just laughing. I'm like, you know, it ain't the first time I heard it, you know. And it's funny, too. Because like, I was the guy who had the flashlight. This right. Time. Yeah, right. <laughs> In that same vein. <laughs> if you were there, he wouldn't have dropped the wrench, <laughs> just to be fair. In that same vein, you know, I'll be around guys, whether it's a bar or whether it's a racetrack or wherever, sure. you know. that. And we end up having great conversations and they're just, you know, dropping this, dropping that. Yeah. And, and then, hey, what? so what do you do? And I'll tell them, and then they you can see the rewind happening. Oh you know, boy, like, crap! What what did I say? say? Yeah. I'm like, well, I to those people, I say go watch Father Stu. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, right. right. That's right. Yeah. That's Have right. you seen that? No. Good oh, movie. Oh, Good go movie. watch it. Go watch it. Okay, yeah. you'll love it. Uh, so so Sale says, you know, I came back to the Lord by being my cousin, uh, cousin slightly sharing Jesus at the club bar, riding in his car. Yep. Good man. Yep. Yeah. So oh, those, that's where you're gonna find them. Those authentic moments where you can yeah. have real conversations versus like, Hey, come to our church and we'll talk to you about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Generally yeah. people aren't going to do that, that and a good cup of coffee. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> Jesus love coffee. That's it. That is something Hebrews. we can all agree. On. <laughs> well, we didn't even Hebrews. get to these uh, seven problems with <laughs> that. He gets us. Camping. Hey, we could do it next week. Yeah. Part, we part two. Part two. I would say do we it. did. We probably touched on some. Well, it'll be interesting to see how the, the cultural conversation has, progressed in a week's Change. time as well right. and if you have questions maybe we'll get some questions via the text or whatever and, and uh, we need some more questions that. that we can answer because a lot of the questions we have in our inbox right now are like what's the hebrew word for this that means this and in this specific verse are they using this word and i'm like i can't answer Sounds that something like they <laughs> can answer that let me give you my opinion on yeah. some stuff <laughs> right. we're gonna give D dave's home number out that's right. So we get those out of the way. Well, and we don't have and to we can always, I can always send him a link. He can sit in his bathrobe at home. And, yeah. I mean, and if he's on those painkillers, yeah, that's when we want to get him. Boy, I've never heard of Dave so creative before. That's right. <laughs> he will get out there. It'll be great. Uh, say some prayers for him, that's healing, it. and the family. And uh, otherwise, with that, Kent, are we out? 
Yeah, we got to go. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you know what? Tomorrow at 11, new show. It's called uh, Roger That Chronicles, a, a show for veterans, by veterans, all about veteran stuff. Uh, some Marines coming in, talking about stuff. Really, really cool show at 11 tomorrow. Come back for that. Um, you don't want to miss it. So for all of us here at 216 The Net, thanks for getting caught in the net today. Uh, and remember, you can always catch us uh, 24 hours a day out on uh, Internet, out on uh, Apple Radio. Tune in radio all that good stuff soon to be odyssey app and iHeartRadio. for all of us here uh, until we meet again be good but more importantly be good to one another Adventure.